0: This is exactly right.
1: Hey, Chris Fairbanks here with some quick comedy show announcements. I'm doing Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, December 29th through 31st. That's New Year's Eve and Eve and Eve Eve, followed by The Secret Group in Houston, Texas, January 7th. After that, in March, I'm in Green Bay, Milwaukee, and Chicago. And you can go to chrisfairbanks.com for tickets. And thank you. And you're welcome.
2: <laughs> are you leaving? Are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us a time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off in style. We want to wait.
1: Uh, with Karen and Chris, welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks,
2: and this is Karen Kilgariff.
1: We're uh, driving to. I'm just going to go ahead and say right away today, Jake Wiseman's on the show, but not yet. We're going to his house.
2: That's right. Or we're on route.
1: Yeah, it's more route. We're using or it. route. Wait, yeah, it depends on if uh, you grew up in one of those towns that uh, where it said Chape. Right Like a French town My In Missoula, Montana We had the medicine shop So I was We, I had, was, we had
2: that in Petaluma too That was a franchise Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: darn it I thought it was something I always I never went in there But I assumed we had a beret And
2: I was gonna wrote say, prescriptions Did you not go in there Because you weren't fluent?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just I visited Montreal, but I didn't pick up enough.
2: Siva <laughs> play. Can I have some aspirin?
1: Oh, I just learned things you say in the strip club. You've been to strip clubs in <laughs> uh, Montreal, right? I, I
2: woke up uh, five minutes before these guys arrived at my house because we're doing this oddly in the morning so that we could so that we could fit Jake Wiseman in because we wanted him to be on the show plus I like
1: the challenge you know I have a brain that doesn't start till 5 Mm p.m. I like to light a fire under my ass
2: let's see you know
1: know, if it was after 5 p.m. I probably wouldn't opened up with that strip club character (laughs) we would have missed out on that shocking reveal (laughs) That, that amazing Chad Daniels and I Chad Daniels is a very good comedian uh he and I went to some Eyes Wide Shut clown party. Did I tell you about that?
2: Uh, I don't know.
1: It was these trapeze artists, clowns, and they invited us to a party, and they picked his pocket while we were dancing <laughs> yes. with them, and then yeah, bought us the should... drinks. Every story, I've told every story. I'm dry.
2: Yeah, it's good. You start over. <laughs> Make new memories. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I, uh, yeah, it's time to start living life.
2: Yeah, really get out there really get those anecdotes going around the neighborhood. What if we, or anecdotes,
1: because I've poisoned everybody.
2: <laughs> and you can, you can choose who to save. <laughs> yeah. You run around giving anecdotes. Oh
1: god, wouldn't that, that's that's freedom. Yeah. <laughs> just being in control That's over That's freedom everyone. over
2: others' lives.
1: Yeah, especially your neighbors. Don't get me started on my I'm actually going to have the same neighbors I'm moving. Yeah. In 40 feet away, I, I get to hand move.
2: Oh, you're moving just to a different apartment yes. in the same complex? Yes. That's nice. By my lonesome. That's very convenient. I'm going to have an office. I have to start doing office things. That's great. You better get a tie and a short-sleeved, white, button-down shirt. Uh,
1: file cabinet, uh, secretary... That gives me a little guff.
2: You're getting a secretary? I, I think it's time that I get a secretary. <laughs> this is Stephen Raymore snorting in the back seat. How hey, are Stephen. you? That's
3: the loudest I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> You're uh, more bearded than you usually are, Stephen. I'm just keeping it my winter pelt. And uh, yeah, I'm super excited to uh, embrace the winter in LA. It's
2: very fluffy.
1: Yes, thank you. Yeah. I've been, I've been fluffing it out. That's you know.
2: good. You look like you should be in my morning jacket. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh you you look like you should be in my pajama pocket (laughs) (laughs) like a cute little mouse
2: what a lovely compliment stephen
1: wake up and his hands are on my pocket like a little blanket. oh my god um there's a fan of our podcast that go that her handle is chelsea makes Mm -hmm. and she sent me a tiny dining room set that i (gasps) get to assemble and polish Cool. or I'm going to sand it and stain it and shellac oh. it and make it look like a real damn piece of furniture. That's amazing. Excited. It's a kit, and it came, like, uh, with instructions and everything. Did you know
2: what? We need a P.O. box so that uh, people can send us I, other stuff.
1: Do you, uh, on My Favorite Murder, talk about your enjoyment of many worlds?
2: Yes. Georgia is obsessed.
1: Okay, I am, too. That's something her and I share.
2: Yeah, Okay. Yeah.
1: And uh, that, who made that my favorite murder room?
2: Oh, these two women.
1: It's unbelievable. In
2: San Diego. I wish I had their their names offhand. Steven is pulling up their names. This is the beauty of the crossover Steven. Hell yeah. Yes.
1: Um, School teachers. Yes. So, uh, Lynn. Lynn. And uh, Kristen.
2: Lynn and Kristen made them for us. And basically, for those of you listening to Do You Need a Ride that don't know about this, it, they basically put a miniature version of George's uh, pod loft, where we record the other podcasts, it's, in a like a fish tank, but it's all to scale exactly the way the room looks based on things we've a talked
1: about. A diorama. I believe yes. It's
2: yeah. Cool. Yes, right. It's amazing.
1: I, I did one in a shoebox with, uh, with Zeblies. He was a zebly from New Zealand. Oh, uh, New Zealand. Sorry. Did you do you remember Zeblies? I they, think I'm too old. They're little furry balls. With little adhesive feet, you you got, oh, a, yes. and little antennae, yeah, 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 and little googly eyes. I
2: didn't know they had names. In,
1: at Paxton Elementary, they would hide them throughout the school. And it was, I remember every day being excited to find them. It was just a little detail that my school did. That's so cute. Other than give us poison and make sure we didn't get cavities. (laughs) Right. And it, yeah, it was really cute. And then I I did a little guy on a porch once. I've always been, so it was like little front steps and a little handrail and he's sitting there. And he had a cane and a little Irish hat. Even I didn't do any research on New Zealand. <laughs> I just assumed it was part of Ireland. Yes. Okay. And he was green. I really, you know, I'm not saying I was a smart kid, but I zoomed in on the uh, MFM. Uh, do you ever do that? Call it MFM?
2: Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes.
1: And it's uh, <laughs> the details. Because <laughs> I was looking for a Do You Need a Ride reference. It's okay that there wasn't one. I'm okay with that. Like, yeah, I try to keep those worlds. There's a little
2: I try to keep them separate because yes. uh, of the war. Gang wars. Yeah, yeah. Turf well, wars. you know,
1: I think we all learn from uh, what happened to Tupac.
2: <laughs> well, but now all these worlds have collided yeah, on yeah. the Exactly Right Network.
1: And we both are West Coast podcasts.
2: That's right. We don't have any real beef with each other. No. We've got to come together to fight the East Coast. How
1: exciting. I'll just talk about the, your other podcast. Was it <laughs> to have Conan on? Was that? He's, it was amazing. Yeah. He
2: seems like he's really terrific. It Well, and I had no idea. He is a huge true crime fan. So he had started his own podcast. He's on Earwolf, which is the same like he Sure. Uh, company as ours network. So
1: I didn't know that. Listen to that, and I listened to Mike Tyson on Joe Rogan's podcast. Which, if Joe Rogan wasn't around, I think I'd be one of the only alpha males in podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh you know how I am, gruff. I talk about strip clubs. Yeah, this fucking uh, dude uh, shit. Take pictures of my meat.
2: Yeah, you, what? He takes
1: a lot of pictures <laughs> of organic beef and uh,
2: oh, paleo. Oh, good. Yeah, paleo's good. I've learned a little bit about health
1: stuff. um, I mean, his Instagram. He's very fit. But I, I taped a special in Portland, and um, a lot of, Myrnerinos and Dinarinos. (laughs) Dinarinos? (laughs) Let's not call them Dinarinos. No, no, No. just because of the lawsuits. (laughs) Listen,
2: I know. Yeah, there's so much trademarking. I
1: didn't even know about our rivalry. (laughs) Now that lawyers are involved. It's uh, over But I, yeah, it, it went well I was only afraid I would mess it up And I don't think I messed it up
2: No, from what I hear, my people, my Portland people on the ground That you not only didn't mess it up, it was amazing
1: Were they the ones on the balcony with walkie-talkies? Yes <laughs> And talking
2: into their cuffs about how the eagle had done his first set <laughs> Yes Yeah, <laughs> yes, I had all my people in place
1: Well, they did a great job at uh, laughing while working
2: okay good yeah
1: it was very fun it's so green it's been raining in los angeles for days now
2: yes i love it it is how do you feel I about it
1: speaking in an irish accent (laughs) and cutting open soap and smelling it
2: oh look at those dogs hi doggies they're
1: two different dogs (laughs) completely but they're friends yes one is small and one is
0: overweight
1: (laughs) oh dogs we're gonna take a left Uh, In two more blocks. Okay. So so where that suspicious man is spitting on a hydrant. Nope, actually passed him. Okay. We'll just wait here. Yeah. Keep those hazards on. Like a, uh, what's that called? A metrodome? Metronome? Metronome. What's a metrodome?
2: You made it up.
1: That's just a city facility (laughs) where they have fights? (laughs) Tonight at the Metro Dome.
2: (laughs) Mike Tyson. Oh, look at her. She's dressed like a ballerina. And she
1: almost balleted right under the hood of that car. (laughs) I'm not into boxing,
2: necessarily. Well, you know what's funny? It's from a distance, boxing just seems like two people beating each other up. And then when you know... The, like the combinations you know what they're doing or at least what they're trying to do it's fascinating yeah you re- but you really it's the difference is huge when you do know and don't know
1: well i've learned to appreciate boxing now that mma now that that is a bigger sport and everyone you it's just a lot of holding people down a lot of judo it's like who wants to watch Oh, in MMA? Five minutes of this guy's arm being compromised while another man's
2: balls are on his face. Well, I honestly think that's part of it. I I think that MMA, there is a homoerotic aspect that's very permissive. People can watch that. And it's just like, they just kind of want to watch two guys hug real strong. Sure. Sure. And, and that's I, fine,
1: and I've talked about Tank Abbott and his arousals while finding yes, so I'm not going right. to talk about it again. I only have 50 stories. That's and how right. many episodes are we into here?
2: Oh, we've got at least four hundred.
1: yeah, so there we go. that's why I've told everything eight times <laughs> and that is some quick math <laughs> and then one of those boxer guys kill, uh, killed himself. I'm really sometimes I'm just proving that I remember things and then it's kind of a bummer, so I'm sorry. <laughs> And also, the the guy that I watched the surgery before my hip surgery, uh-huh. that that victim of my doctor, um, a patient, I mean, uh, he died of a like a brain aneurysm.
2: Oh no! And I'm
1: all the time I'm worried that it's a little piece of hip metal or a bubble from his hip going to his brain or something.
2: Uh, As I if don't, I don't have
1: more to worry about.
2: Uh, yeah, you please take that off the list. I will. I will. You have plenty of things to to nail down before you get into brain aneurysms. Because yeah, here's right. the thing: brain aneurysms they just happen and it's over. You're right. dead. Right. Yeah. So that's going to hit you. That's like worrying about being hit by a bus. If it's going to happen, you won't be able to do anything anyway.
1: Exactly.
2: So take it off the list. I, it
1: is. It is.
2: And get real into my thing, which is not going to the doctor because I'm convinced now that my life finally has come together. That they're going to be like, now you have full body cancer.
0: Oh, that's I'm just positive
2: because it's that, right? Mm-hmm. T- head to toe.
1: <laughs> it's I like, have head, yeah. shoulders, knees, and toe cancer.
2: <laughs> Eyes, and toes? ears, mouth, knees and nose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have cancer on my neck. My back, my beep, and my crack. Oh. <laughs> to
2: the windows, to the walls. <laughs> I
1: have cancer from my windows to my walls.
2: All oh, you Doctor saw. I have cancer dripping down my balls, which is cr- the worst kind. It's just the outward liquidy like, cancer. <laughs> Ooh,
1: you can't shower it off. Yeah, I know. It's like oil it just the water bounces off of it
2: it's bad it's <laughs> cancer repellent balls are the worst kind <laughs> welcome to do you need a welcome ride welcome to, to the x-rated do you need a ride <laughs> yeah i god forbid some um mother who drives carpools like these guys are fun and funny these are the ones kids can listen to
1: oh yeah and they just everyone in the car <laughs> is a pacifier and they're learning so much <laughs> about life
2: Everyone in the car. Well, you know what's funny, I was watching, I woke up in the middle of the night, as I was telling you guys, so I put on, I got a screener for the movie, The Favorite, Uh and I put it on, and so many of my friends had told me, I couldn't stop laughing, because all my friends have told me they went to this movie thinking it was about like historical, fic- it was like historical fiction or about this old queen, uh-huh. and it's really about how this queen had a couple of lesbian lovers. So they're like, there was so much lesbian se- or you know, there was so much sex that they didn't expect. Um.
0: <laughs> we are
1: in street. I like to keep it sinister and without any
0: details.
2: <laughs> and surreal <laughs> yeah. we're in the street Well you finish your story? i don't even know why i started telling it except for that it was oh it was the kind of movie people think it's a parents movie because it seems like it's historical right but it's actually a movie about like three women who are all trying to have sex with each other oh, and wow. no one saw it coming so i had a couple different friends that were like yeah you're just sitting there while and you think it's like a uh you know the story about this queen—that's all crazy. Uh-huh. And but it's actually like everyone's trying to get into each other's beds. They're like it was so uncomfortable. Is it you, good though? I love it. It's yeah. amazing, and it's um, it's Olivia Colman, who's from if like Broadchurch. She's a, a, a British actress. Did you watch Peep Show? Oh yeah, I love Peep Show. So you know the main girlfriend that's around the longest, and she kind of has really big eyes and big teeth. Yeah, that's yeah. that's her. It's oh, Olivia. Oh wow, Olivia Colman. She's and she kind of speaks quietly like this. Um, she plays the queen, and then Emma Stone plays Emma Stone.
1: That's right. One
2: person and Rachel Weisz plays really the other. funny. It's There's really moments good. from it. Who,
1: what, the person that made that movie, what else have they made? The Lobster. Oh, yes.
2: Oh, hello.
0: Hey.
1: It's so
3: funny. Hey.
1: Jake Wiseman, everyone.
0: Jake How Wiseman.
3: Are you, buddy? I'm oh, good, and I came bearing gifts for various reasons. Oh, oh. really? Yeah. So for Steven, I have his sunglasses. They were at my house. I'm not going to tell anyone why. And
2: That's also, private.
3: Good to see you guys. karen to been here a long
2: time. I know. Hi, friend.
3: Um, thanks for bringing me up. And also, I brought pastries here's why because I (laughs) felt it would induce guilt either way because I felt if you have them you'll feel guilty and if you don't you feel guilty for wasting them so it's
1: a double gift then
3: are they from the Tropicale? Yeah, Cafe Tropicale. I We just
2: drove by that place and I wanted to cry because I want their coffee so bad. Can um, I
1: peek? I'm going to peek. Yeah, get it. No, you can. Have, I want you to. I, ideally, you'd have them now. Well, a lot of While people, we drive. People yeah. get mad. I love it. People get mad when we make smacking sounds. Yeah. Oh, but anger is good. It's an emotion. <laughs> Apparently. And it's good
3: to express Ooh, whatever you've got good. going on. Ooh, so there's a, there's a banana bread, chocolate, croissant, macaroon, and a guava empanada. Steven Tea. can also have them oh. if you Oh wants them. It's just for everyone. This
0: is you're what a, the best. You, what a
2: you're definitely gift. the number one guest well, of all time.
3: Again, I just want to say that <laughs> it wasn't altruistic. I <laughs> thought maybe you'd feel guilty, and mm-hmm. I thought it could induce that. But okay. yes, I wanted you to feel good as well. No, no I, feel, I
1: I feel uh, uh, all kinds of negative
3: emotions. Cafe is so fun is? because it's like there's always meetings. Yes. Like next door. Yes. So it's all sorts of addicts, and you can always overhear their stories in Cafe Tropical <laughs> yep. just about like the problems they have and they're all having like they're the most amount of intense conversations happen in Cafe Tropical ever. Like yes. it, every conversation is very intense. Yes. And uh, they're all just really expressing themselves and their eyes are wide and I love it.
2: Oh. Or there's people that are writing
3: oh, yeah. like
2: it's their last chance before they move away from Los Angeles.
3: <laughs> I always feel like when I'm in Cafe Tropical writing A a screenplay, I look around at everyone and I'm gonna be like, I'm the one who's gonna make it though. (laughs) Like, there's like so many different screenplays, but I wanna be the one who does
2: it. I'm gonna be (laughs) the one that makes it to the top. I like that with their coffee when you order coffee there they put milk in it automatically you yes. don't get a choice yes i love any kind of thing where it's like you just back up we're gonna take care of it. yeah there's I no
1: such it. thing as not drinking dairy
2: or yeah. eating dairy they do no. ha-
3: they added soy and almond now oh, so did it's kind of nice because i actually became lactose intolerant last year
2: at the ca- cafe at the cafe house where it <laughs> happened
3: uh my stomach started exploding so now that's the annoying thing about lactose intolerance is you just by necessity are more annoying now yes like you just literally are the most annoying human alive. Because you have to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, every restaurant I go to, do you cook that with butter? And yeah. it's like, who
2: the fuck am I?
3: <laughs> Someone who doesn't want to be in pain.
2: Do they have pills like Beano for farting for lactose intolerance that helps you?
3: Yeah, lactate. Um, though I get lactate. nervous, though, I don't want to test it because it doesn't work on everyone. And uh-huh. if it, and I just hate pain so much. Yeah. And so I just try to avoid it at all costs. Like, I'll stop doing something if I feel any pain. So I'll just like milk is good. like, okay, I will never try that again, you know? Yeah. You
1: know, I had a, a flare up, I guess it's called, when you're doing extra terribly, and it helped me a lot to not eat dairy and and sugar and all those things. It's, the term flare up is so visual. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. But visually, I looked the same. It was just
3: my, f-
0: <laughs> my face was unhappy.
1: Um,
3: you're no stranger to pain though. No, we, we've, we've, we've talked about pain together. Yeah, yeah. How is your hip? My hip feels terrific. Yeah? Yeah. Is it a real hip anymore, or do you have a fake hip? It now? looks like a golf club.
2: <laughs> <But> <laughs> and it, is, it works like a golf
1: club. <laughs> it, is my, it is still my bone. They didn't cut my bone. There's just a little helmet on it. What can't you do? Uh, certain yoga poses quickly.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Oh, you can't do fast yoga anymore. No, oh, no.
1: I love fast uh, cold yoga. So
2: fast a, sp- yoga. Yeah, speed
1: cold yoga by my house. It's the new. They do not want you to be warm. They do not want. It's, it's all pulled muscles in there. everyone's cramping. Everyone's screaming.
3: <laughs> do you guys find? Are you able? Because something I think about all the time. I've been talking about this a lot lately. Is oh, is that Danielle? It is Danielle. It's Danielle Kramer. Hey, Danielle Kramer. Hey. hey.
0: We Danielle. Are in, she has to know. <laughs> Danielle. Danielle.
1: We're podcasting. Hey, Danielle. We're currently podcasting.
3: She's
2: like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Chris just yelled, we're podcasting across Silver
3: Lake. <laughs> oh, that's going to start. That's it's funny good. because there are certain places you drive on the east side of LA or like uh, where you you are guaranteed to run into someone you know. Like yeah. Mustard Seed Cafe, if you yes. go there, you will have a conversation you don't want to have.
0: If you, if <laughs> so you,
2: if you
3: walk down Hillhurst, you will run into someone. Um, there's just certain places you can be sure of.
2: Yes, that's very true. But Danielle's
3: a good person, yeah, so she's I always the like greatest. running into her. She's the opposite of a gang neighborhood.
2: You know, she <laughs> she's running our network. I know. It's. I know. I just saw best. her
3: the other day and she told me that. And now full circle. It almost seems planned.
2: Uh, well, I called her and said, are you busy around 1047? Can you streak
1: across sunset?
3: Please.
2: For Jake. For his <laughs> comfort.
1: We, we like all of our name droppings to be organic.
2: <laughs> and if
0: you
1: aren't there, it's going to seem set up.
2: Do you,
3: and this is a weird question, but can you write off gas because you're at work right now, Karen?
2: Oh. Yes. 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 Do it's you do it? Exciting. I do mileage. Oh, well, and that's great.
1: And uh, it's half of my driving, I've do, and probably more, actually, Whoa. is because of, you know, going to comedy. This part of town from the beach to go do a seven minute set for no money. So damn right I'm getting like Oh hell yeah. (laughs) Look at
2: there's your billboard right there oh my god corporate. that
1: is so corporate. upsetting sorry corporate sorry, sorry you're hired, hired. <laughs> uh, it's my i love that i've always i always was a fan of sorry we're open i've always been <laughs> just have... like apologies <laughs> yes I, I like apologies. the other
3: day i was with matt Ingabretson, who is uh a, do you need a ride um alum alum yeah. uh, he is, yes and pat bishop the other creator of corporate and we were walking we wanted to get a picture of. Of the bill, us under the billboard, just to document it because it's so crazy that we are able to have a sh- It's such a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. So we're walking on Hollywood Boulevard in in Los Los Feliz. Although I know Matt had trouble pronouncing pronunciating it. Pronunciating it. <laughs> sure, That's what sure. I'm trouble it's with is pronunciate. Serious. Yeah, but it's it's a lot of things. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just meant to. You know what? It's meant to get you in trouble. That's, That's what it is, you're, right. you're right. So, um, and I, I, there were these, there's this couple walking and I said to them, Hey, can you guys take our picture? Um, we're, like, on that billboard, and if you could take a picture of us, that would be great. And that can only happen in L.A. and New York. That yes. is the most L.A. bullshit ever. And it's like, I'm, <laughs> my face is up there, and if you could take a
1: picture of me in front of it,
3: and I felt bad, but I kind of felt
1: good. No, but the L.A., the even more L.A. thing is for them to respond with, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's and, like, so are we. <laughs> yeah, uh, okay. we're on the one next to
3: you. My yeah. husband's our <laughs> My name's yeah. Sorry. But,
0: you know. <laughs> How are
1: you guys? Are you guys happy? I'm great. Yeah, good, real good. I, uh, I've i been very happy lately. Why? I don't know if it's got The rain has been helping. Everything's green. I don't understand these people that jump off the space needle because it's wet out. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: um, so you you so the the rain and the
1: dreariness helps you? Yes, I've I've been indoors. I haven't had to interact. I've spent a lot of uh, quality alone time, and uh, turns out I like myself all right. Hey! Oh wow! Is that like a new revelation? I it sort of is that because I you're we're kind of trained to think that being alone all the time is a bad thing, and you should be sad. Um, but I've I've been enjoying my apartment, and it's wet out, and there's no pressure to go do anything or be. And don't get me wrong, I've been. How often do you getting guys getting groceries or going to do comedy?
3: I think about that all the time. How often do you guys actually want to go do something?
2: Never. Anymore?
1: That was Ever. my favorite i i watched i went to the screening of uh new corporate episodes from the current season which started on the 15th and uh, there's an episode about that and it was my favorite the pressure uh to go out at night i really don't want to yeah anymore. it's weird sometimes it's, i do because
3: there's this whole world of things to do i i guess but then you're like but but it but it isn't that good? Like, I just can't. Like, what is good?
2: You know what's weird? I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. What is? I'm, good? You know, what, what is, is good? Right, because the, everything changes as you get older, especially living in Los Angeles. For me, having been here for so long, what I see now is the reason people get married in there. Like, and down here, it's usually late thirties or forties or whatever at the latest. The reason that happens, and you kind of like nest up, is because it stops being good. Because most, you can't like drink heavily for 20 years without some impact. Like, you can't just keep on going out and getting fucked up and having that be fine. Like, that's great in your 20s, fine in your 30s. But when you're in your 40s, it starts to to bottom out.
1: No, I drink at home, don't get me wrong. Well,
2: drink all you want. My (laughs) point is that staying at home starts to become the good thing. Sure. And then going out starts to become the bummer. And it basically, everything goes mirror image. And it's just like, that I think it's just the effect of aging,
1: yeah, yeah. there is there's that broad picture that I'm sort of confronted by, but it's true. Uh, but then there's also just like i there's no parking.
3: <laughs> well, that's the that's that that's what I'm talking about. It's Logistics. Like, it's just sort of like I have a bad bladder. Like so, like like just it, like when I go to a place, when I go do anything, my my first thought is, where's the bathroom? Like where's the bathroom? And is the seat I have close to the bathroom? Mm-hmm. And so I don't I don't have to worry about that at home. Like that's just like a thing. And then parking's a nightmare. And just sort of like, like w- what I don't like about going out, I think, is when I go somewhere, I don't like the moment. Where I'm done before the rest of the audience, is. like I'm like, oh, I feel bad about myself that I want to leave. Like I don't like knowing that I'm lame. You, you know what that, I mean? Like yeah. if I'm home, I'm just like being reasonable or pretending to save money or reading. <laughs> you know, but but it's like it's but but then if I if I go out and I say, like, oh, I want to go home, that I'm, like, the negative person. You know what I mean? Like, and I, yeah. I would prefer to live in the dark about how bad a person I am. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's just much better to not know. Right. Well,
2: and also it's because, like, that idea that we're all supposed to have the same preferences is very strange. It's just like we all, I don't, it took me years and years to finally realize I don't like going out. I actually don't. I was just an alcoholic before. Right. That was the, also liked to dabble in drugs and that kind of was fun. But especially the older yet, like when the group changes and people get younger and you're still old, that's like the last party I went to I was just like, I shouldn't be here.
3: Yeah, because also I feel like when I talk to younger people than me, I'm 35 so I'm not explicitly young, but I'm not but I'm not I I'm not super old or super young, I feel like. I feel like I'm like an adult, I guess, you know? But I feel like when I talk <laughs> to younger people than me, anyone younger than me, anything they say is a reminder of how stupid I was. Like ten <laughs> minutes before. Yes. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, oh, I was that and I hate seeing that. And, um, I, mi- yeah.
1: I this to- is, this is, look
3: at that.
2: Oh, is this Joe Biden in town?
1: Well, they have Ooh. little ledges on that unmarked, uh, very, that, that was SUV. a caravan. What yeah. is that? A, um, Ooh. I forget what it's called. What's, Two cars in a row? Joey three doing. cars in a row?
3: Is Joey Joey, like, um,
1: is he raising Joey? money?
2: You call him Joey? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Joey. <laughs> that was my guess. But Joey. what, is that sidestep thing f- in- indicative of something? F- yeah,
1: for people, I think it's so they can smash through cars.
2: For real? Or
1: it's a ledge for uh, Secret Service guys to perch on.
2: Well, let's follow that SUV. Both of those
1: could be wrong.
2: Let's get into that caravan.
1: <laughs> that was very exciting. I think being in the
3: Secret Service is just, you don't get to tell anyone the secrets, and that right. sucks. You, you have know? to hold on to like, them. Like, why would you want, I don't think anyone's good at keeping secrets because it's not fun, you know no. what I mean? It's super fun to tell secrets. Yeah. And to have a job where you have to, like, pretend to respect who you're guarding and then oh, and if you man. say anything you're put in jail, it I think be, that's how it works. Yeah,
1: I think so. Even if it's on a podcast,
2: let it all continue. You have to jog in hard shoes.
3: Oh, that's a, another good point. There's
2: a, there's so much running with like a full, for a fully suited man. Are you sure they don't, it don't think like it's you? so uncomfortable.
1: Because it suddenly is. You have to suddenly run. You have to it's suddenly, not always jogging through a
2: park. No. Yeah. Suddenly you have to, like, bust out and chase people or run away.
1: Probably Secret Service now feel a little more relaxed and they don't have to get up and go that they used to.
2: <laughs> I hope so. And yeah. That makes me
3: think, remember something that I think about a lot, which is that I think success is being able to wear whatever you want. Yes. Um, like literally whenever you want to. Like mm-hmm. if you, cause you, you, podcast a
1: lot. You could do it in your pajamas. Right. So
3: that is successful. You well, don't have to
1: wear anything. That's well, there's right. a lot of guys in Venice living on the beach that are successful. <laughs> <then>. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> I saw a guy, he used to be an old neighbor, but now he just has seaweed wrapped around his head and his bicycle. No. And it's a bike that doesn't have tires. It's just rims. And he walks around with a seaweed head and a seaweed bike and he used to have two leopard painted limousines. What? Now he's screaming at parking meters uh, with seaweed on his what head. What happened
2: in between those two things? Success. <laughs> <laughs> Success with meth yeah. is what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he very much. He, he successfully yeah. smoked a shit ton of My meth.
1: roommate used to play pickup basketball with him at the uh, white men can't jump courts. <laughs> and, uh, and now he is a full-fledged, uh, potentially violent, he, he's a scary person. And he's big he's one of these guys that lives on the streets but somehow is able to work out all the time? I don't know. Oh, yeah, people who are just shredded from life. I
2: don't
1: (laughs) It's like, God, I don't have that job or I don't have that Uh, life.
2: Everything he sees, he's like, a pull-up bar. Yeah, (laughs) like he's using the space around him. Exactly.
1: Every day is a rocky workout in a barn. (laughs) Oh, this this hay bale is a perfect place to stick my toes under and do some crunches.
2: Now, guys, would either of you ever live in this part of downtown? Right now, we're in the downtown Los Angeles area that I think they like to call the arts district which I believe is a bit generous but yeah, it's
3: is definitely generous yeah. it's just a short districts one. are just where no one else wants to live like where right. you kind of live to be an artist with eight other artists in like a warehouse
1: right yes. yeah in searching right and I looked at a place like that and it was kind of cool to think oh man everyone would be creating sculptures for burning man <laughs> uh, my neighbor you know look a trapeze artist in the window <laughs> Uh, but and then parking too. But if you walk outside the encampment, uh, it's just bullet holes. Yeah. And danger. A lot of danger. And a lot of ripped. Uh, so you guys would move people. down here. I looked at a place. I was thinking about it.
3: I want. I'd. I'd move down here just so I could win um, a contest at the Moth. You know what I mean? <laughs> just to be like, yeah, I live in the Arts <laughs> District, and let me tell you what I saw. Well, you
1: better have stories about it.
3: <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean. I don't know, I lived in Chinatown um, and it was okay. Like it was just kind of like, it was fine. Like there was nothing bad or good about it really. It was just a place to live. I'm not really sure what I want in a place to live, I feel like the older I get, the more I want to just live away from everyone. <laughs> like, like I want to live away from everyone, but then I want to have all the convenience stores I need, and only I can buy stuff out of it.
2: I yeah. highly recommend Burbank. It's, yeah, it's Burbank's... It's what's happening. It just
3: seems inevitable. I and mean, that is one of the, the true joys of... Getting older is just being like realizing Burbank is what you want. Like yeah. that is just like oh, I guess that's that is what is good. And and you're it's just the most to. boring milk toast place. <laughs> yes, yeah, With a
1: tiny, stress-free airport. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean
3: that airport is. I feel like too many podcasters are calling out how great that that airport is because too many people are just going to fly in there just to see how great it is. Yeah. It's like such a wonderful experience
2: it really is and uh, most of the time the flying i'm doing these days is always out of lax so in the rare times where it is out of burbank i want to cry and the last time it was i was late and i missed my flight because (laughs) i live 10 minutes from the airport right 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 so i i was like, oh, I'm fine, I can just, I like just kept blow drying my hair. <laughs> like I was doing something I did not need to be doing because I was like, I'm fine. And then of course, Alaska, they shut their, they shut the doors 40 minutes before takeoff.
1: Oh, I've, Those I've, Christian I've, assholes. I've been a victim of that before. I didn't know. I blame the whole state.
2: <laughs> of Alaska. Wait, Alaska, uh, wait, Alaska
3: yeah. did they pair with Virgin or JetBlue or something Virgin, like that? Virgin, I believe. And are they super, they're super religious?
2: Alaskan Airlines was like um, in and out where they had the, the John 316 quote on their napkins when they used to give out <laughs> cocktails. Oh, really? Yeah, they were full on like, we're an actively Christian organization. What is that? What, what? is that?
1: Which one is that? 360?
3: John
2: 316 is, he is the light, the...
1: It's just about
3: napkins. <laughs> yeah, it's like literally like, yeah, you just use a napkin Rub and... Rub this uh, on
2: your
0: face. Yeah,
3: it's really... it's it's, it's The Bible is so detailed. <laughs>
0: yeah. It helps me live. It's so, like, yeah,
3: I wouldn't use a napkin if they didn't say it.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of cleanliness tips in the Bible. That's right.
3: Sometimes I forget, and I don't want to be too incendiary here, but I'm not (laughs) religious at all, and I I don't think you guys are either. No, and I don't think
1: other people should be. Right, (laughs) right, of course, of course.
3: And we all think that because we're liberal heathens,
1: but, but, but
3: sometimes I forget when I meet people that the way they're interpreting a situation is because they're like, Christ is telling me to do stuff and I should be good and like they're interacting with me and they're like this is part of the Christian experience interacting with this Jewish man and uh, (laughs) he's he's theoretically more important than I am but I also need to save him like I forget that that's what's happening in our interaction because I'm like did you see the game you know what I mean (laughs) and they're like yeah the game of life or something I don't it's just like I forget that like so many people live in a world where there's a lord
2: yes. and it's
3: like they're really stressed about it like they well, really got to impress that guy
2: they, because there's so many tasks in that world where it's like convert others right you know make them know the word of the lord make them see the value of Jesus or whatever where it's just like take a, how about take a break
3: yeah, yeah how
2: about just live your life and be good with it and let other people do their thing
3: sure but it, it just yeah it, for obviously but also it's just stressful to me it's like i'm not like i'm just sort of trying to eat every day nothing too bad you know what i mean not get a stomach ache um that's you know try religion. to do my planks because <laughs> of my back is fucked up sure. and like that's about it but then a lot of people are just like oh, man, the world is really fucked up and i got to do my part. And I'm like, I don't need to do my part. In You're, fact, I Your think,
2: part is that billboard. You've done I your part. that's true. Yeah. People make, pass that billboard and go, oh, I do hate my job, too. Yay. We I'm can not wrong. So? We yes. can
1: get so much mileage off the uh, we we make a living uh, making other people happy that we don't have to be <laughs> That right is like true. This. Yeah. We never have to we face anything. Fall, I fall back on that all the time. Somebody, but I
2: honestly think that I've watched your show a couple times and thought, I bet you there are people who got sucked into the corporate on the corporate track. Oh yeah. And thought that was what they wanted How it was supposed to be, and that they were like on their way, and they're fucking miserable, and they feel like they're dying, and then this show comes on and goes like, "We're miserable and we're dying," and this like I I honestly believe there are people that love that show because they're like, "Thank God someone's letting saying I can feel this way and I'm not crazy." So
1: surprise, you might not think you're religious, but you're helping people.
2: You are the Christ. Well, you are the light. It is interesting because like and (laughs) and and the light.
3: I was thinking about like one of the, there. I don't know if there's a specific purpose of comedy uh, or art, but I think <laughs> I've, I've noticed it on on Instagram. It allowed me to realize something that what people really want when they see something, they hear a podcast or they see an Instagram or, or a show, they just want to tag someone and go me. They want to yes. be like, this is me. Yes, They just want to feel seen. Right. And I feel like that's the whole the whole game is just so you can articulate other people's pain. So they're like, I'm not the only one in pain, so I'm okay.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah. not crazy for feeling pain. Right. Yep. Everybody's pretending that they're perfect and great, and but no... actually they're in pain and so am I.
3: Isn't that a weird thing? Do you guys <laughs> ever get to... I mean, Chris, your, your comedy is like seemingly fairly lighter like on stage because it's so silly but i feel like both of you obviously have a darkness I, mean, I know you do sure but like do you ever get called um does this do you ever get accused of too much darkness or uh like in conversation or in your comedy or in general like do you have, have people ever accused you of that because that happens to me a lot and i don't i don't
1: agree kind of yeah no i just because i'm talking about it i i am confronted by it and i feel like people are thinking that but no i don't People don't actually say that. I just put that on myself, that I'm scaring good people.
3: What about you, Karen? Because I know you talk about murder, so I'm curious what people think. I've
2: always been... But that's been going on for a long time. And so I learned early. I was always called weird growing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was always called, like, dark and weird. I
0: hated
1: that.
2: And different and whatever. So very early on, I learned that that was a good thing. Because I would look at the person saying it to me and be like, this person is so lame. Either
3: just unbelievably boring. Yeah.
2: And and also, like, clearly, like, threatened by... Like, I when I was little, I would just say whatever the fuck came to my mind or I would, like, play games and do shit by myself. And I never really thought that much about what, being seen doing it. I would just do things. And then when people, of course, you get a little older, especially girls, and they say, you're so weird, or you're whatever. Uh-huh. And then I would just be like, good. Oh, like, yeah. good. Well, it's, it's
3: funny that, like, people call... Up- interesting people. Weird because
1: and or this is funny. a little funny instead of when you're funny as a kid and someone yes. laughs and then they go, Oh man, you're so weird. Right. And I'm like, hey. Yeah. I always thought I had to turn that into a not negative word myself.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm always I'm fascinated by it because it's like, if you really I'm not trying to get too annoying here, but like if you really look at what life is and the fact that we're animals on this planet and we're like bizarre creatures with hair everywhere, <laughs> especially in between our eyebrows, and oh, it's nice. I get away. Um <laughs> that everyone is so weird. Like anyone, even just a tempting to be normal when you don't feel normal is weird. Like, everyone yes. is so unbelievably bizarre. Like, normal people that do the same thing, it's weird. Like, whenever I see, um... Uh what is it, a school of fish act in unison? I'm like, you guys are fucking weird. You know what oh I mean? And God, you're you all the band, this... <laughs> the
0: band Actually, fish. you know what they're
3: kinda of fucking weird too. It's like how do they have the energy to jam for four hours? And they just took one mushroom? They just like... won't stop touring yeah. <laughs> yeah. How Jesus do they do Christ. it. Christ. <laughs> my mother texted me one time uh when she lived in New York and she's like, Jakey, do you know a band um led by a singer named Trey? And I'm like, do you mean Trey Anastasio with fish? And she's like, yes. Um, and I was like, well, I don't really listen to him, but yes, they're very famous. And she's like, well, I'm in the Apple store with him right now, and he's actually really nice. <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs> uh, I was like, I bet he is. He has a is. really good life. That's, that's
2: awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. I... And you know she said to him, hold on, let me text my son. I know he he's going to know who you are. Let yeah, me text my yeah. son, Jake.
1: Yeah. That, that was... was one of the, when you go to college, you learn a lot about of course, but I, uh, I was sheltered from fish my entire life. I had never heard of the band. All of a sudden I move into the dorms and every single door had a fish sticker. And I'm like, why does, did someone hand out stickers in the hallway today? Everyone listened to that band and I couldn't stand it. Yeah. I thought it was really not good music.
3: What I can't relate to, and I, I haven't honestly listened to a lot of fish in my life. Um, but what I can't really relate to is people who truly have that much fun. Like, 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 <laughs> like they're, they're just having so much fun. And not that it's bad, it's just like, wow, you really let go. Yeah. Like, I just, like, you let go and you have a great time and you're, you don't seem that self-conscious and I, I'm a little just like, oh, we're different. Like, we're just totally well, different it's people. It's the
2: opposite of comedy. Comedy is you sit there, analyze everything. You're trying to pull every single thing apart. What they're doing is the exact opposite of like, let it all go into a blur and do whatever you want, where that's so non-analytical and non-critical that, like, for someone like me, that makes me so uncomfortable. You know
3: what, that is a perfect articulation of what, that is exactly what's going on. Is and this that peak me.
2: podcasting, do you think? Yeah, I think Did it, it is. I think you're going to
3: help
1: a lot of people realize why they they don't think fish is good.
2: Yes. yeah,
1: that's really interesting. I, I could, I could just handle them all trying to play the same song at the same time. <laughs> Not <laughs> do they combine diff- songs? It's just it sounds like they're all they're all have earplugs and they're just <laughs> doing their own thing. And they were given an instrument, and sometimes it matches up. And usually it doesn't, but hey, they're smiling.
2: Listen, I <laughs> brought this up in the first place. I've never heard a fish song in my life.
1: I can, I, one of them's about a lawnmower, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot I of actually, references to lawnmowers. I don't mind that. I wish
2: some songs
3: were like more about, like, um, my shoe doesn't fit. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, i got to get new
1: shoes. Like, I, I, I guarantee think... they have some shoe songs.
2: Stephen, could you please take a picture of that truck full of corn?
1: Oh, there's so much corn. Thank you.
2: That is a, the most corn... I think anyone's got five lawns at one time.
1: I, you can see on the side of the truck he even rubbed up against more corn.
2: <laughs> do you think he went straight into the cornfield and got all that corn?
1: Yeah, he was just looking uh, at corn. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care about hit and run a scarecrow.
2: I bet you that is straight up farm fresh corn.
1: It is probably is
2: is that fresh corn? we are <laughs> podcasting?
1: <laughs> what do you think about fish? What, do you do, like fish? And sometimes do people look at your truck and think it's plantains at first because. I did, bye! (laughs) They're leaving.
2: They're like, I told you we were gonna get harassed because of all this corn.
1: I like that truck of (laughs) maize. (laughs) oh yeah Uh, here's Chinatown
2: oh yeah there's a
1: bunch of dragons
3: so what was it like
2: living down here just kind of dull
3: it was just kind of dull Um, it was not like the Chinese food was okay like it wasn't it wasn't necessarily outstanding I feel like this is kind of a cliche but there's not a ton of good Chinese food in LA which is a shame because I grew up in New York where it was really good where
2: it's amazing everywhere yeah but it's
3: not that great here so it was just kind of you know, just very kind of boring. Right in the tail end of me living there was when it started to become an arts district or people were attempting to make it cool. Like, I feel like people attempt to make places that are explicitly not cool the new cool place because no one's going there. So people were trying, but I (laughs) wasn't having it. I was like, no, it is not cool.
2: Yes.
1: It is not cool. Maybe because Rush Hour 2 was shot here,
3: but that's it.
2: (laughs) Did you do... Was that your show that was in an art gallery in Chinatown? Or was that just... You mean oh. like shooting in
3: an art gallery in Chinatown? No, 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 no. A, no. There a, was a stand-up a show. Yeah, oh, oh. Was, was that? I did that, but it was
2: very short lived. Oh, sure.
3: Yeah, I did. I feel like I've done that show. We might have even been on that show together, but uh, yeah. I don't think I had a show there. You know what's weird about comedy? Every I have run so many shows and don't remember any of them. <laughs> like like I, I have run, I ran a show at USC for a while <laughs> that I completely forgot about a year of my life. Did I you have, do
2: it in the in the commissary or like <laughs> the? Um...
3: I did it in sort of. There was like a uh, an. Auditorium, sort of situation that seven people came to, and like (laughs) Gerard Carmichael was on it. Like, really famous people were on it. Seven people came. Like, so comedy is just full of. We have done so many shows together where there's six people there at most, and that's a yes. good show, you um, know?
2: Can I, can I tell you that I used to run a show at UCLA in, in, the, in the cafeteria. I feel left out,
1: I've never run a show at a college before.
3: Now
2: listen, <laughs> we was... can get you over to, there's a college in Burbank right by the hills
3: i uh, done pushing ecologists. Burbank so hard. I feel like you're getting <laughs> paid
1: off by Burbank.
0: Venice has everything
1: Burbank has. I'm far away from everyone, and there are neighborhood places to eat. So there you go. And the ocean, neat. I... Need I? Need, need it. it. Do I
0: need it?
3: You know what's weird about um, driving? Ocean. No, I don't <laughs> What's need weird it. about the ocean is it isn't real.
0: <laughs> it
2: is. It is.
3: Everyone thinks it's real, and I know it's fake. It's when you so go
2: up and touch it, it's actually a screen. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a screen.
1: It's a wet moon landing. <laughs> Fabricated.
3: Well, I'm just driving around with you guys, and I'm just, because I'm not driving, I'm having the sensation of, LA or, <laughs> of I'm peeing um, and it's, it's it's not warm enough um, I, it, what's weird is when you drive around L.A. You, and I guess maybe this is anyone in any city but it's striking me right now that LA is just, I'm thinking of it of all the failed first dates I've had. Like, like, <laughs> like oh, I had a failed one there. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that person. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I've been in that
3: apartment. That oh. was bad. Oh, that, you that know.
1: date I just couldn't find parking. Yeah. yeah,
3: exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, wow. You really, even though it never feels like you're doing anything with your life, you do so much. You yeah. do so the much. Years crew.
2: And a lot of it hurts you. Like, It's, it's so a, painful. There's a lot of ghosts. I mean, I've I've lived here for over 20 years yeah so there's parts of this town i can't go to yes oh i just yes. realized
1: that's why i don't remember a lot of stand-up sets or jokes or things i say on podcasts is because comedy hurts me it, it, does hurt hurt. You. it really too hurts you there's too many there's too many times yeah. where you feel bad so you gotta forget it and along with that are the good times yes oh man
2: that's a shame you are so vulnerable when you do stand-up comedy oh my god And your feelings get hurt even when it goes the best it can go. I feel like that's especially
3: when you get hurt because all, what's so weird about comedy and this has been articulated before, but as well as you do, you the next time you do it can't be as good. no so right. then it you suck
2: yes and it's, think, it's just and then you suck forever. <laughs> my
1: My special taping went very well and I knew it went well and I immediately felt terrible after it and I've also been having nightmares about things that actually happened during it. And, and it went well.
2: And it went well.
1: Yeah,
3: it's just built for. I mean, I feel like so much of life and comedy is like a vessel, for, a vessel for this. Is that if you set expectations high ever, you're kind of fucked. Yes. Like You can't because it's because humans just sort of then get to a new level, and then not matching up to it is really stressful and makes you feel bad and like something's wrong.
2: And I, you, but you don't appreciate the new level. You don't sit there going, you? look at this great accomplishment. You go this is fucked, here's all the ways it's fucked, I can't do this, I'm a fraud. It all comes back to that fraud shit. I'm glad
1: that I had good parents who cared about me because they taught me early on to keep my expectations low. And I think (laughs) that's important, yeah. Like, don't get too excited about this. Hope is a dangerous thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
3: Barack Obama's message of hope destroyed a generation. It it, it, it (laughs) ruined this
1: country. Yeah, it really did. (laughs) I like the posters. You you do you?
2: <laughs> do you? <laughs> I'm a shepherd fairy head. They're that pretty to <laughs> Empathy Center, yeah. it used to be a, an art like a skateboarders art gallery. If we're just talking about things that used to be around that are giving us memories, and I went to an opening there and it was one of those things where, you, like for me, a skateboarders art gallery opening, I'm like, <laughs> this is it. This is all I wanna do, this is the coolest. And I felt like I didn't have pants on the whole time. It was like, I felt like everyone knew I shouldn't have been there. And it was so uncomfortable and weird, and that's like one of the many. Why did I try? Why did I? Why did I think that was going to be good? Oh,
3: yeah, oh, I, I definitely experienced that. Over try and over being forty
1: three and actually going to skate parks and being <laughs> the old. The <laughs> and you're like, look-, look at my new hip, <laughs> and look at that kid. other doing something that I've tried for twenty five years to do. He's been skateboarding for four years and does it better than me with more style. And guys, don't yeah, get me started. But then on it's like
3: <laughs> it's funny because I think... think about it in terms of, I got off Instagram recently because, or like my personal account because I got a little too sad and not at what I think a lot of people get sad at is that I will see the young sort of like influencers or young hot people and I get sad because they don't know how much pain is coming. (laughs) I feel so bad for the gorgeous people who have a million followers because in five years it's all just I don't look as good as I used to. This angle isn't covering it like it used to. Like it's just the fall from grace they're going to have. And because
2: it's there's it's so surface. uh, It's it's not like you go I love her and she's so nice or anything. Yeah,
3: I feel bad that they feel they have to be this way.
2: Yeah.
1: It's
3: it's
2: shocking. I
1: still feel bad about the complete... And it's an amazing... The, the 180 that I pulled emotionally from being... Hating Vine famous people to feeling bad for him once that was taken away oh, from them. Oh, it's devastating. It was off... There was really... People that had a lot of uh, people paying attention to them just on that. And bus they, site. it's
3: like someone's injecting you with a ton of fucking drugs, and the drugs are expectations. And then all of a sudden, no one gives shit about it anymore, and they all make fun of you for every ever thinking you were hot shit.
0: Yes. Um, <laughs> I, I feel bad
1: for that. And then I follow them. They try to redo it on Instagram, and it's not happening. Mm-hmm. There's this little hilarious girl. Her mom's always got a camera on her. Uh, Ava. That's something. Ava's her name but she's the funniest kid ever so funny like a child I know that we don't think children are funny but man and now she's growing up and now it's just an Instagram account and there's not many followers. Oh, it makes me really sad. Yeah, yeah I don't know why it makes me sad. Cause that kid had so much hope. But she's she's like, we are gonna be famous forever. I think they probably still pay the bills. As, as
3: if fame isn't the worst thing ever. As in, like, as the
1: three of us like
3: come out here, and you need some sort of quote unquote fame in order to sustain your career. Right. Because it essentially, you just agents. want to transfer it to power yes. or agency. <laughs> yes. Um But like, as if anything beyond agency, creative. Is the worst experience a human can have besides, yeah. like, I don't know, famine. But regardless, <laughs> there, that it is, is so such a nightmare. <laughs> so obviously, the right. idea of wanting that is such a sickness. It's yeah. so upsetting. Well, yeah. because
2: it's made up, there they want a thing that isn't the thing they're asking for. That's the that's the problem. Is people. Uh, it's like the American Idol idea of like I'm gonna get out there and then it, it's a meritocracy and You know, it's about talent and oh it's about God. this and it's about that and it's just like it's, you have no idea It's so not. No it's just a
3: business. Yeah. It's like a business that doesn't it's a sociopathic business that doesn't care about you
2: And if <laughs> comics are dumb, then the people that run the business are brain dead.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, what are you Okay, here's a question. Oh, two things. Whenever you drop me off, and I'm having a blast, so thank you for picking me up. <laughs> no,
2: we're, ha- we're okay, heading out. I just wanted to No, like, can you s-
3: uh, drop me off at Matt's?
2: Oh, sure. Um, oh, yeah. And I
3: can uh, send you there. Um, what are you I, guys doing, writing, writing a new episode? Uh, no, I just want to go hang out with him. We made a show together, and I am legally have to hang out with him every <laughs> oh, day right, to, right. to generate more no, story ideas. Me, can't you, can't. Season. you can't oh, there's get enough. in the road with hoses. <laughs> um, and uh, oh, the other question I had was... Because I try to think about this, too. What does make you... like? Because I think almost everything makes me feel bad. But what <laughs> what actually consistently makes you
1: like feel pretty good? Good question. Yes, it is. Oh, God. And it's real scary when you don't have an immediate answer.
3: Well, for me, one of them is my cats. I sure. do love them. And they're like a source of joy for me. And um, it's always a good thing. It's like I feel like they are... I've like every time I see them I'm just so psyched and I can't believe I have that kind of love in my life like I can't I'm like oh my god every single time like they don't do they're dumb as shit like my cats are particularly dumb like my cats are dumb cats but I find them riveting and I feel like that is so incredible I have that
0: um,
2: you know it's funny you asked that question because my therapist my therapist actually just made me start doing Um, an exercise and she said pick a friend and before she finished the sentence I was like Lizzie Cooperman like I know exactly who will do this with me judgment free sorry I didn't know Uh, that girl was really mad at me because I went Um, uh, so basically we have to send each other uh, five things that not um, not that like it's like gratitude list but as opposed to I'm grateful for which is very like I'm supposed to feel this way it's um, five things that actually made you feel happiness. Yes. So as small or big as they are, when you had the emotion and a hit of happiness, you have to write it down.
3: So even if it's like when someone I don't like was in pain visibly. Yeah,
2: like that <laughs> yeah right, right. right. <laughs> if you got the feeling, <laughs> yeah. then you have to write That's it down. It. That's great. And it's really interesting because it's, like you're saying, it's as small as that where my dog George gets a weird person smile on her face when I come in the door. Oh, she, I've seen She it. does that thing where she her head goes down and she smiles and it's like the cutest thing of all the time and then there's other things where suddenly I go oh yeah this makes me feel good I should be doing it all the time and I don't do it just because you know I don't acknowledge that I don't acknowledge the importance of happiness
3: I guess it's yeah because it's sort of because it's a weird thing about happiness is that you can't exist without it and most people do but it's like and and you'll die and it won't matter you know what I mean that you were happy but but it's super nice when you're having a period where you're like God I feel good and I definitely am lucky that I'm alive right now it's like holy shit
2: and it's not a consistent I think a lot of people because it's not this long static line of happiness they go oh then I have depression or something's wrong with me it's not that you just get little hits all day and you go back to neutral and that's just kind of like the best we can do. That's the best I you think. can
3: do. I think I, I think read do you guys read fiction a lot? No. And I uh, it's something I feel guilty about and I want to start. <laughs> well, I probably will today. What I would implore you, <laughs> you're
2: you gonna start today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing I need to is, is it's, it's, I, I understand
3: I understand it's one of those things to that people feel guilty about, of course, because it's a thing you feel you should be doing. But I actually find that it is quite meditative in a way and it, it's one of those things that like this woman's walking that's me oh, med- this that's is my, my very slow and slow, almost
2: slowing to a stop
3: what if she, right now she's thinking about murder <laughs> should, uh, um, hi friend
2: then I'd say hi friend yeah <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: um, I think that it's been very helpful for me in the sense that I feel like TV is is a little difficult to get into because you know people on TV and if you've made TV ever you're just thinking about how it's edited (laughs) and so but then also um, if you're on your computer watching it you're always checking the internet and that sucks obviously that's devastating but I think fiction is good because I think we all forget how good it feels because it is the only thing that is truly transformative because you're creating the world yourself in your head and I would say that it has made me a lot happier because I like talking when I read a book Um, I actually do like myself. Like, I like, oh, look, I read a book, and now I can talk to someone else about the book. Yeah. And I can feel amazing. So I would recommend. um And also, the library, I want to say this. <laughs> I'm just, I guess I'm trying to preach this. Do the it. library, I think, is one of the most underutilized and underappreciated things in the world. And I think it's that in public parks or maybe the only science Except by the homeless, yeah. Oh, uh, well, no, but but it helps. Right, that's true. They utilize it. But that's another beautiful thing about it. It's a place for homeless people to go yeah, during the
1: day. Yeah, yeah, I do. The one in Venice is always used. Oh, Oh, everywhere! Everywhere yeah. But they it's keep you can get family.
3: any book for free. You can you can get audiobooks. You can get movies for free, and it's literally like it's like free candy almost. <laughs> it's like and people don't use it. When I say I have a library card, people are like, "Why?" And it's like because it's like uh, it's it's a true sign of beauty in the world, and there's almost nothing like it.
0: Yeah. I like
2: the like,
1: library coming up. The Los Feliz. Line.
3: The
2: one that Los, uh, that Leo DiCaprio built. Did he? Yeah, What's that's a library, Leo. Bill. That's his library. He because... actually lives
1: in the back.
3: <laughs> he
2: I noticed he that. runs it. He's the manager. Yeah, but he used to live in that neighborhood, and when he was growing up, there was no library, and he was a, I believe he was a single, he a single parent kid, so he I think he was went to the library a lot, and so when he had enough money, he built a library for kids in that neighborhood. Oh, that's the coolest. Yeah, it made me like him. Yeah,
1: I gotta tell my dad that story. He really has it out for Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> why? He hates him, I don't know why. My dad makes me happy. That, I like. I thought of one. I like visiting him. That's cool. But he just doesn't like his movie. Never thought he was good. I'm like, what about Gilbert Grape? What about the Revenant? What about he's, the Aviator? He's he good did. in
3: Fear as well. Isn't he in Fear with Wahlberg? Or is that just Wahlberg? No, it's he's just Wahlberg. Oh, no, Basketball. Sorry, Basketball Diaries. Yeah, You're yeah, thinking yeah. of
2: Basketball. I'm thinking of Basketball <laughs> yes.
1: Fear Diaries.
2: yes.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love <match-ups. laughs> Uh Yeah, he. I, I, I like the guy. My, my dad wants to fist fight him.
2: Wow. I don't know. You know what's funny? My dad feels <laughs> that way about um, the guy that runs the men's uh, warehouse.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't like him yeah.
2: either.
1: Who You're, is that guy?
3: You're going to like the
2: way you look, guy. Every time that commercial's on, my dad gets so oh, mad.
1: there's no one more smug and terrible than that guy, yeah. yeah. I, I, I guarantee je- it.
2: He's jealous of his millions.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot. Of... I, uh, I spend a lot of time not liking the can-you-hear-me-now guy that used to work for whatever cell phone Everyone company. Everyone
3: is furious about his um, defection. Another
1: yeah. one! And it, oh, oh, look at that. Look at all it's these corporate so corporate weird
3: billboards. I love so it. weird.
1: It's the best. Look at you.
2: I just love that it's everywhere.
3: It is so bizarre. I, I always think about the people that walk by who were like, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I wish I could think about like the people who were like, oh, I want to see that show. Who were like, that <laughs> fucking.
0: <laughs> I
3: don't like
1: it. how it's I mouthed. saw
3: him do stand up at a Chinese restaurant once and he sucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just looking at it thinking I don't like when everyone has their mouths open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate fists in the air.
2: Uh, um, is there any corporate uh, plugging or updates or yeah. anything for um, this new season that you it's want to tell so us about? It's so funny. I, oh. The
1: screening was, I. it's such a good show that it's, it's even better than the last season. I was oh, really, thanks, man. really very much enjoying it. Um,
3: um, I will um, plug it a little. Chris Fairbanks is on it. Um, so is Lizzie Cooperman. Lizzie nice. Cooperman is on corporate this year, um, as well as many other comedians we like. Um, it's Tuesdays at 10.30pm, and um, I think it's a good show, and please watch it live oh, so we Central. get to do it again, because it's all about ratings, even though no one watches any anything live yes. anymore. Yeah, but right. I think it's a good, funny show, and if you like darkness and lightness combined and um, you want to feel seen, please watch Corporate, Tuesdays at 1030 on Comedy Central.
2: Yeah. Now, do it's you so think good. that if, I just realized this, because I don't TiVo it, I just try to find it, mm-hmm. But do you think if I have it programmed, that counts? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm going to do that right oh, you, away. You are
3: doing so much for me. Don't worry about it. You don't need to do any more for me in your lifetime. In fact, you could kill me and I'd be like, we're even. Um, I know. There's, By the way, there's this gorilla bullshit graffiti. It's living in a constant daydream. And then uh, there's like, it's bullshit on another garage door. It's like, love is the eternal drug. Psycho and style. And it's like, fuck you. Shut yeah, up. you
1: just ruined someone's garage. Yeah, you paint that now because um, of your but art. It,
3: but Pat, Matt and I were walking by that the other night. And we're like, that's just guerrilla market. I feel like I'm so cynical. <laughs> oh, now now it's like, save the
2: planet. They, it's like, fuck you. They did the whole street. Yeah, that's a little crazy. Uh, church, they wrote on a Buddhist church sign. Yes. Makes Maybe it's those
1: John,
3: the John McCain couple. Here's yeah. the thing about John McCain. <laughs> when he was young, he was pretty hot.
2: Yes, yeah. he was. <laughs> he was a real hot
3: guy. He And was. no one talks about it enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the thing. That's what matters.
2: He had that real, he, he had a real good. sharp chin.
3: Yeah. God, yeah. he was so hot. He
2: was hot. Peace.
3: May he rest
2: <laughs> in,
3: in that peace.
2: Wait, am I, did I do this um, wrong? If you
3: go up and to the right, he's on... Well, I guess I won't say where he's at, but if oh, we yes. if we turn right soon, and then right we'll again, be there. yeah. I think we'll be okay. there. And Thank you guys so much. This was such a blast. You were uh, terrific.
2: Yes, Jake. And this Karen, was I haven't lovely. seen you in
3: like a year or two, but I, it's, I've been following everything, and I'm thrilled.
2: I uh, I'm thrilled to see you. I would love to see you more.
3: Uh, uh, ditto. And Chris, it's been nice to see you. Ab- uh, one more, one more. Oh, and also, Karen, I just want to remind you. I forget what inside joke it was, but <laughs> in my phone, I have you as Karen Fucking Kilgarriff. <laughs> so that's how you pop up
1: the times we text once or twice is Karen fucking Kilgareth and that is a weird God, thing it, yeah, it adds it so much power to a name I really like it yeah I do too can you put me in as Chris fucking Fairbanks yeah I will or as really...
3: fucking Chris Fairbanks yeah
1: yes. that flows better um, yeah. yeah anywhere in it. and has be double great. meaning okay. in case we ever make love
3: Oh, we will. <laughs> we oh, will. We will. You won't know well, what's happening, but it, we will. It will be hate for you, but love for me. And thank you guys. This was a blast. Yes, and so it was good. so nice to see you. And thank you.
2: All right. Well, this has been Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R. A-R.
1: This has been an Exactly Right Production. Produced by Annalise Nelson.
2: Mixed by Edson Choi. Our talent booker is Patrick Cotner Theme song by Karen Kilgareth. Artwork by Chris Fairbanks follow the show on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dynar Podcast. That's D-Y-N-A-R Podcast.
1: For more information, go to exactlyrightmedia.com. Thank you. Oh,
2: you're welcome.